Hello, and welcome back to Speaking Startup, Missouri Business Alert's podcast covering the news and issues important to Missouri entrepreneurs. I'm Naomi Kling. And I'm Max Hogan. On this week's show, we'll begin by taking a look at the latest headlines in startup news. Then we'll put a finger on the pulse of Kansas City entrepreneurs by talking with Jenny Miller from Kansas City SourceLink, an organization trying to provide resources to entrepreneurs during the COVID-19 pandemic. After that, we talk with reporter Min Connors about how entrepreneurs in the wedding industry are coping with COVID-19 as it threatens to wipe out their busiest season yet. And finally, we will give you our digits, the numbers that matter in Missouri startup news. All right, Naomi, let's speak startup. So Naomi, entering week two of quarantine now, uh, find any good Netflix shows or anything to watch? I am notorious for re-watching the same TV shows <laughs> over and over. So I've re-watched New Girl now probably a few times just in the last two weeks. But have you seen the new documentary series Tiger King? I Don't tell me how it ends. I started watching it. Uh, I'm halfway through. So far, it is insane. I spent two days watching it, and then the next day, when my roommate came home, I sat down and made her watch it, so I watched it all over again. So you've watched it twice now? I've watched the entire docuseries twice now. (laughs) Well, just just going back to your New Girl comment, while you rewatch New Girl, I really like to rewatch The Office, so... That's That's definitely a favorite. I hate to admit it but i have never actually like watched the office through like i've seen episodes here and there but i've never like watched the entire series or anything it is it is cannot miss content let me tell you that and speaking of cannot miss why don't we get into our can't miss headlines of the week all right let's get to it right at a time when meetings and events have been canceled due to the coronavirus a new st louis startup has developed a mobile app to allow funders to create short video pitches for investors if an investor is interested they may reach out over the app to the company and move the conversation offline the app called thumbraise has already attracted funding of its own from angel investors including square co-founder jim mckelvey The Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City has announced a series of financial commitments to support entrepreneurs, startup companies, and small businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. The nonprofit foundation announced almost $3 million to address new needs in the Kansas City area. The organization has also said that it will be honoring all pre-existing sponsorships and grants, totaling over $75 million. Digital Sandbox A proof-of-concept center for young companies in the Kansas City area has announced four new startups have been selected for its program. The companies are currently early-stage startups, but now are looking forward to becoming fully commercialized companies. More in Kansas City news, Dynamhex, a startup that makes softwares to help companies and cities work toward decarbonization, was recently selected for a clean tech accelerator in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Accelerator offers a 90-day program that will connect Dynamhex to stakeholders and hold one-on-one meetings with potential customers. However, now those meetings will take place virtually. And lastly, a St. Louis-based agricultural technology think tank is one of eight organizations chosen to share $1 million in grants by the Wells Fargo Innovation Incubator. 
The Yield Lab Institute will use the money to mentor ag tech startups and help prepare them for investment and commercialization. The grants are worth up to $150,000 each and are directed towards groups that aim to bolster the clean technology and ag tech sectors. Now let's turn our attention to KC SourceLink, an organization that assists businesses and startups throughout Missouri and specifically the Kansas City area. With the current reality being what it is, some businesses have struggled. That includes startups and entrepreneurs. The good news, though, is that organizations like KC SourceLink are trying to help. A recent online survey put out by the organization detailed how to better serve the Missouri entrepreneurs whose daily life and businesses have been altered by the COVID-19 pandemic. With 70% of those who took the KC SourceLink survey saying they need financial assistance and almost 20% being fearful their business may have to close, I spoke with Jenny Miller, a network builder at KC SourceLink, to find out how they are focusing on the needs of entrepreneurs throughout the state. We now welcome on Jenny Miller from KC and Mo SourceLink via Zoom. Jenny, how are you doing today? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. So before we dive into the survey and resource page that KC SourceLink has recently published, I first wanted to ask what sorts of feelings or what kind of concerns have you heard from Missouri entrepreneurs? We were able to put out a survey to kind of test the waters and assess the feelings of the entrepreneurs and small business owners across the state. And the majority of those businesses were immediately concerned with financial needs. So a lot of the communities across our state have put in place stay-at-home orders, and a lot of that has caused our businesses to close their doors. The majority of the businesses that we are working with and seeing are running on cash flow. So if they don't have businesses coming into their places of business, it's hard for them to maintain and to keep going. So immediately, some of the concerns that we saw had to do with uh, cash flows, had to do with financials and looking at funding opportunities that were available. So then what advice is KC SourceLink giving to kind of ease some of those feelings or concerns of entrepreneurs? One of the biggest things we are working with our entrepreneurs with and about is looking at cash flows. So focusing on things that you can control right now, and that is looking at how are you doing your billing? What are some pivots or some things that you can do into your business that you can maintain cash and revenues coming in? Also then, what are some things that you can do to maybe conserve those cash flows? So working with your landlords or your bankers, um, those debtors that you owe, or working with some other businesses in order to look at ways that you can positively impact your cash flow so that you have more on hand for longer terms. Okay, so you're talking about this survey, and I want to jump into the survey. Uh, What are some major findings uh, that you've seen from that survey? 
Some of the major things that our businesses are concerned about are funding and financial and then tax incentives and tax relief. As we have had the survey out for about two weeks, we've actually been able to watch businesses pivot throughout the course of this survey. So now they're more concerned with how am I going to operate in the quote unquote new normal? Um, people have kind of been able to recover from the initial shock of this pandemic. Um, things came on so suddenly that a lot of our businesses were just shell-shocked, right? They're told that they can't operate their businesses as they have been doing for years and years, and so they didn't know where to go or what to do. As we're hitting uh, week two for a lot of our businesses, we're seeing that they're starting to come around. We're talking with our resource partner network on a weekly basis, and they're working one-on-one -on -one with these entrepreneurs, and we're seeing that those businesses are now looking at pivots. They are kind of coming up and thinking, we are going to survive this. You're really seeing the resiliency of our small businesses, um, their scrappiness, for lack of a better term, their ability to be entrepreneurial in their thinking. So we're seeing these uh, businesses looking at, you know, how am I going to better support my clients, my customers? Uh, our small business owners have been concerned with their employees throughout the course of this. As we're seeing more stimulus packages and getting more clarity on what's available for our businesses, they're feeling more secure, uh, even just knowing that people care that there are options out there for them. And we're really seeing them uh, kind of make a comeback, both within their business, but also emotionally as this has taken a toll on a lot of, a lot of their livelihoods as well. So now with those findings, I know there's a research page on, on your website, uh, but what does the organization, uh, KC SourceLink or, or Mode SourceLink as well, uh, what do they plan to do with those survey results to, as you kind of said, help those businesses pivot? So as a direct result of the surveys, we were able to come together and put in a comprehensive funding and financial financial resources page for businesses. So we have a link that's up uh, that kind of walks through what are all of the options that are available from the national level, from the state and local level for these businesses. There's been so much information out there and sadly to say a lot of scams. And so our businesses aren't sure where to go or what to do. So we have put together a trusted and vetted resource hub for financial assistance for businesses throughout the coronavirus pandemic. Um, it also then has an intake form. So a business can fill in what area, what industry they're in, how much funding they're looking for, what they're going to use that funding for. So we can best match them with the resources that are available today. We also so have put up on there kind of the, the list of things that people need to get together. So we know that these resources are out there and also things are continually changing. A business owner needs to have the most updated information readily accessible. They also then need to make sure that they have their financial paperwork in place 
So when they're ready and when it's time, they can make the best decision for them and be ready to quickly apply for the best funding mechanisms for their situation. And so how hands-on is KC SourceLink and MoSourceLink? How hands-on are those organizations during this process then? So like the majority of our businesses right now, we are working remotely. However, we do run a hotline. So people can still connect with us and talk to an actual person about their business. We are seeing hundreds of calls coming into our hotline. And so we are able to work with those businesses one-on-one for their specific situation. Every business is different. Every business owner is different. Every situation is different. We understand that. And we want to make sure that those business owners know that we're here to personally support them, help them with the information that they need and connect them with the best resources for them. Okay, great. Jenny, that uh, that about wraps it up, but I want to thank you for coming on and sharing uh, your insights. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, before we disconnect, I would like to say that, again, our hotline is open for those entrepreneurs and business owners out there that are looking for help. Feel free to call us. Also, you can go to mosourcelink.com backslash COVID for the up-to-date resources for our state as they are coming, um, coming available and or shifting and changing. A lot of industries have been put on hold because of the coronavirus pandemic. Events are being canceled, plans are changing, and the wedding industry is taking a hard hit. We have joining us Missouri Business Alert reporter Ming Connors, who has spoken with several people affected by these economic impacts. Thanks, Ming, for joining us. Glad to be here. So first, Ming, tell me, how big is the economy of the wedding industry really? How much is at risk here? So last year, the the U.S. wedding industry actually generated around $76 billion and employed more than 1 million people. And that's according to IBIS World, a, a market research firm. Of course, with COVID-19, a lot of changes have been made in the last few weeks with everyone's schedules. What's the status of weddings amid this pandemic? So on March 21st, Missouri Governor Mike Parson issued an order for Missourians to avoid any sort of gatherings of more than 10 people in accordance to federal health guidelines. So local officials in places like Kansas City and St. Louis have issued even stricter stay-at-home orders. And now smaller communities are doing the same. And so weddings that many couples had planned and that a lot of businesses are relying on for income suddenly aren't possible. So it can't be easy to put on a wedding. There are obviously a lot of moving parts. Can you tell me what types of businesses are affected by this and are part of this industry? From florists to to bakers to photographers, there's a lot of small businesses that make up weddings, and they're all hurting in their own way. These businesses rely on social gatherings that aren't going to happen anytime soon. No, it seems like it may be a while before events like these 
are possible again. Who are some of these entrepreneurs you've spoken with and what are their concerns? I talked to Eric Bierhoff. He owns High Impact Entertainment, uh, a DJing and events entertainment business in Columbia. He says that his company's business is about 95% wedding related and now he doesn't have work for at least the next couple of weeks. I also talked to Dodie Thomas, who owns two wedding venues and and a catering company in southwest Missouri. She estimates that she lost $120,000 already. She's worried about the pandemic hitting during spring and summer, which is a busy time for wedding businesses. Everyone is feeling so unsettled right now. Future events, such as weddings that would now be booking for 2021, people are hesitant to do anything until they feel like that they know what the next step is as far as the containment. So, Ming, what's the solution? What are people doing in the meantime while they're out of work? So even though all these businesses are involved with weddings, each have such different roles, and so they would have different solutions. And a lot of these entrepreneurs are scrambling to find new ways to conduct their business. For example, for a catering business, Thomas is transitioning to curbside pickup orders. And in Vierhoff's case, he's trying to implement live streaming into his events. Now, what does this mean for the future of the wedding industry? So talking to various businesses and experts in the industry, if this keeps up and no solution is found, we're going to see a lot of these small businesses going away in not only Missouri, but possibly across the country. All right, thank you, Ming Connors, for speaking with us. Thank you. To read more about what the wedding industry is facing this coming season, you can visit MissouriBusinessAlert.com. All right, Max, you know what it's time for. It's time for us to give our digits, the numbers that matter in Missouri startup news. My digit this week is $5 million. That's how much money is being raised for a fund to help Kansas City small businesses facing extreme economic damage from the coronavirus pandemic. The Kansas City COVID-19 Small Business Relief Loan Fund will be prioritized for businesses in industries including food, service, arts and entertainment, and healthcare that is not directly involved with the virus response. Eligible businesses must have 20 or fewer full-time employees and 2.5 million or less in annual revenue. The fund is administered by AltCap, a community lender in the Kansas City community. My digit this week is 8.8 million. That's how much money a medical device startup from the Kansas City area has raised in a recent funding round, which brings its total funding raised to date to $20 million. The company, RDO Medical, makes products to treat vascular and heart disease. The firm plans to use its latest funding to secure federal approval to sell a device used in minimally invasive procedures to help regulate blood flow. RDO rebranded in February and was formerly known as MedActive Medical. That's just about a wrap, but before we get out of here, we need a closing thought. Just like always, Max, you know I got one. This time it comes from Jenny Miller of KC SourceLink. She spoke of the importance of having a helping hand in times like these. So it's our goal to make sure that our entrepreneurs are being connected with the resources that they need. So then when things like this happen, when 
circumstances are out of our control or things, uh, new situations are coming up that we've never dealt with before. We really need to hear from hear from those businesses and those entrepreneurs on what is happening, what's going on, what do you need, so that we're being most efficient with with our time and with our efforts as well. Um, and then effectively working together to make sure that the businesses are able to get get what they need to be successful. And that's all for this week. This has been Speaking Startup from Missouri Business Alert. This episode was produced, edited, and hosted by Naomi Kling and me, Max Hogan. Our theme music was produced by Elliot Bowman. We'll speak to you next time. This has been virtually speaking startup from Missouri Business Alert. (laughs) (laughs) Still coming at you every week in our blanket forts. Even though, Max, I am disappointed you did not make your full blanket fort. No, I don't need to now with this thing. I know. You have the fancy, nice equipment. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not kidding you. My mom bought me this. (laughs) Like my sophomore year of college because... I mean, because I have, like, she thinks I'd be a good talk show person. Mm-hmm. So she bought me these for Christmas, and I never used them because I was like, why would I ever make a podcast? But well, now I'm making a podcast. <laughs> she must be very proud. Oh, she's ecstatic.